Hello all you wonderful people out there. I'm Dr. Aparna Santhanam. I'm a dermatologist, a writer and a women's wellness activist. I'm delighted to welcome you to this podcast Her Sehat on Times of India. And I'm Dr. Suchitra Dalvi. I am a gynecologist and have been working on issues of women's health and rights. Today we will be discussing women's health from a physical, mental, social, sexual and societal construct so that we can all strive to be in our best sehat. Today Suchitra and I are going to be chatting about a topic that is close not just to both our hearts but I think to every person around the globe. Body image issues and the pressure to be perfect all the time. So Chi, I want to start the discussion by asking you, is this a western phenomenon that has somehow found its way into our ethos, creating one more insecurity pitfall for women? Yeah, Aparna, I know a lot of people would like to believe that, but I recently read an article in the 2018 Indian Journal of Community Medicine about a study done amongst 1200 young women in Tamil Nadu, and that also showed a body image dissatisfaction as high as 77% of the girls. Uh, I mean the whole societal cultural pressure to be thin uh, to be seen as beautiful uh, all of them were significantly associated with body image dissatisfaction so i think we can conclude that it's no longer a western phenomenon and it definitely needs uh, potentially some kind of a medical intervention because there are physical and mental health issues involved and you know now that i think about it uh, what we read as children in terms of stories is pretty universal right i mean all those fairy tales mirror mirror on the wall you know asking people who's the fairest of them all barbie dolls that young kids play with and even amar chitra kathas i mean i remember reading so many and you know the beautiful women would always be a particular figure and have a particular kind of eye a particular kind of nose so some standards of beauty and perfection find our way into our psyche right from when we are very very young and those kind of i think plague on us even as we grow older they do and you know people do believe that the best compliment you can give a woman is that she's lost weight or she doesn't look her age and uh, it's very puzzling i mean how did these notions get normalized and entrenched uh, why this fear of getting older or looking older or looking different or you know being at certain weight or being a certain skin color as we always discuss the choices made by any adult individual must be respected but what are the larger frameworks within which these choices are being offered or made available I think Suchitra you're right when you talk about the environment in which these choices are made because if we live in a patriarchal society as we do where this entire thing of looking good being your passport is ingrained into every woman's soul it's no wonder that the choices we make also go along certain prefixed lines and just for the benefit of our listeners I'm going to define what body image is Body image refers to a person's emotional attitudes, beliefs and perception of their own body. So it's not just what you see in the mirror, it's a complex emotional experience that can be fairly traumatizing because you may not see your body exactly the way it is, but you're seeing your body the way you think it is and that could be a very very powerful and demoralizing experience. Yeah, absolutely and you know, uh, we are always told that beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder. but uh, here we are constantly trying to appeal or appease the gaze uh, of something outside and the standards that are set are often uh, extremely unrealistic you know beauty advertisements uh, which often have a lot of uh, maybe photoshopping or airbrushing done uh, fairly selected uh, beautiful so called beautiful looking models uh, who you are constantly compared to and as you said quite rightly there are social as well as financial costs that people often pay because of uh, not conforming to these beauty standards so i think overall there's a 
very complex web of pressure that is put on people particularly on women and as a result of this you know it can lead to anorexia bulimia self harm stress anxiety depression i mean a whole host of relationship issues so it's not really something that one can take uh, you know very lightly yeah you are correct in this because a negative body image can contribute to something called body dysmorphic disorder which is bdd and a lot of research is being done around bdd because it does seem to matter what somebody else is telling you or even you being some kind of perfect role model for looks if you still feel that you don't look good this can have devastating consequences and in fact the incidence of bdd has absolutely increased in the last 4 or 5 years and i think a lot of it is linked to our perceived body image compared with what the societal standards are and you know most people don't seem to understand that their sense of self worth does not depend on their appearance and i think we've all suffered from this to some extent or the other but what really worries me suchi is the younger people i mean yesterday i had a 26 year old in my clinic who was bawling because she feels that she started looking very old and she showed me you know an advertisement by a popular skincare brand which is targeting 25 year olds telling them your skin starts aging at 25 and to me this is very very scary because if at 25 you're starting to worry about looking older where is the time to enjoy your youth i mean your entire youth is going to be frittered away in feeling like you're worth nothing i think what you're saying is right it's really unfortunate because younger people tend to suffer most from this lack of confidence uh, and therefore it is wonderful that we have someone in our surprise segment uh, who is actually bucking the trend and standing up for uh, herself and not allowing social pressures to dictate her self worth here's a sneak peek of a surprise segment ahead or anything i think women are always under more pressure to you know look a certain way and fit a certain mold i'm really glad that i kind of didn't conform to that you know uh, expectation that was a teaser to a very exciting conversation that we have in store for you in the second half of this podcast so do stay tuned in a famous bollywood actress is going to talk to us about positive body image issues and how she dealt with her own body image issues with some very useful tips suchi this assumes even more importance to me in the fact that you know most young people look up to their role models to show them the way and i just recently read that the famous singer cardi b in the us very bravely came out and said that she never felt comfortable with her own body till she got the money to do a boob job now i'm thinking as a young person when i read this I start doubting issues about my own body and I want to change my own imperfections and unfortunately this is a very vicious cycle because today I might change something where the goal post is shifted again tomorrow which means I think I have to go back and correct that imperfection and this is a never ending cycle where I'm constantly uncomfortable with myself and even what changes I bring about through treatments or plastic surgery do not leave me feeling fulfilled or satisfied What you're saying is right, Aparna, and uh, I think we need to always remember that you know the beauty industry is called industry for a reason. It is commercial, and it does want to sell you their products. And the only reason you would buy the product is if you believe that that particular shade of lipstick or you know that particular uh, skincare product is somehow going to you know transform you into this um, uh, amazing, beautiful person who has the perfect life. And I think that is what also leads to a lot of dissatisfaction because clearly these. quick fixes don't work and you as a cosmetologist would know that then people you know go in for more invasive things like uh, plastic surgery 
uh, you know uh, etc which in itself as as we keep saying you know it's a valid choice but we need to recognize whether you are making a choice truly independent of the framework uh, or you are just conforming to a certain uh, idealization and it just occurs to me that it must be so much more difficult for people who are not uh, cisgendered or heterosexual because uh, the members of the lgbtqi community must be having uh, so many more uh, issues with body image dissatisfaction and uh, problems created by the fact that already society doesn't see them as mainstream no that is correct i think anyone who doesn't conform to these norms is targeted and obviously if you come from a community where the entire community is non conformist you're targeted even more but i also wonder being a doctor in this profession you know as a cosmetic dermatologist the entire chicken and egg conundrum right how much are people seeking to correct themselves and their bodies because treatments are available and how many treatments are available because people are seeking it it's such a difficult question to answer and sometimes i wonder whether it's like the five blind men and the elephant you know no one wants to deal with the totality of the problem the moment you have a patient who comes and says i want a nose job a doctor is there to do it now is the doctor doing it because the patient wants it or is the patient seeking it because the doctor is already popular for doing it and it's really crazy earlier i used to think suchi that you know only people who had excess money to spend would go in for such procedures but i practice in a suburb of mumbai you know and i'm talking about 20 years ago my third patient in practice was someone who already had two nose jobs and she was still unhappy with her nose and wanted a third one and she was a single mother working supporting her children and yet she was collecting money to do this nose job so i don't know whether this desire to be a certain sense of beautiful has now transcended every kind of divide you know the money divide the caste divide the color divide and everyone is seeking it or is it perpetuating all these divides you know by keeping some people beautiful by making it inaccessible to others who seek treatments which are more dangerous is it actually creating a bigger problem it always confuses my mind and you know aparna we've discussed this earlier uh, informally about the whole politics of desirability you know who decides what is um, beauty who decides what is going to be valued in society and we can see that even now if you open the personnel columns in any of the leading newspapers about 25% of the um, ads asking for uh, brides will still want someone who's uh, fair and beautiful uh, so how do you decide because it is such a subjective issue uh, and everyone struggling and striving to achieve something which uh, you know as you said is constantly shifting goal posts and what worries me the most suchi is the burden of mental health disorders that are associated with this right depression suicide sometimes even mass suicides all increasing and rampant and if the pressures are so high there both for famous and regular people is everything such doom and gloom that we can't see even a ray of hope in this entire body dysmorphism you know living up to a certain societal image class and caste driving it is there some ray of hope or is it all doom and gloom well you know i think just the fact that we are able to have this conversation uh, on this forum i think is a sign that we are opening up to uh, speaking about these issues which affect everyone uh, i think a lot of celebrities have also been uh, increasingly speaking up about uh, you know mental health issues other things which have uh, traditionally been stigmatized and representation is very critical when someone who is not a famous person uh, listens to someone who is very much out there and whose livelihood depends on the way they look or the way they behave or appear when people like that open up about their issues i think it gives a lot of courage to others to also accept uh, you know uh, the position of 
say the desire for beauty or mental health issues in their own life and as we know as doctors you know diagnosis is the first step towards uh, managing the situation so i think i i do see hope that's wonderful to hear and just as you were talking about representation it crossed my mind you know i was watching the megan markle interview with oprah winfrey and she spoke about representation too and she talked about you know the discrimination that she faced entering the royal family and being targeted and how when she went to africa and she met with girls there they all felt a sense of hope because you know she was in many ways representing them and if she could reach where she had reached they also felt a hope that they could transcend these prejudices and you know get somewhere in life and i think back home to right here you know celebrities like deepika padukone virat kohli all talking about mental health issues openly these are positive movements and we must use these movements to guide the young people towards a more positive body image yeah absolutely and i feel you know of course uh, guide the young people but uh, very often we i find the older people are the ones who put pressure on them you know so i think as a community we all need to uh, uh, challenge uh, our world view and you know one doesn't have to necessarily be famous or a celebrity to be able to do something about it we can all start in our own way you know uh, say compliment other people on anything other than their looks uh, don't uh, sort of jump on them and immediately say oh wow you lost weight Uh, you know or when you're talking about even informal conversations say in the office or in front of your children like oh my god even if i look at a batata vada i put on weight you know don't constantly associate uh, food with negativity uh, don't bring in your body image into every conversation so i think these things are possible even for uh, you know people like us who are not necessarily um, celebrities you're absolutely right and also you know as a doctor when i look at people seeking procedures and surgeries to make themselves look better i think it's very important apart from saying what is possible from a medical perspective to help them explore from a psychological perspective why they are doing it you know and this is something that i feel so strongly about and i keep talking about all the time like why are you doing a nose job is it because you want to get married and you feel that your big nose is preventing you from getting married is it because you want to feel better about yourself or is it driven by your spouse is it like a form of gaslighting that you know a lot of women are subjected to and also when you think it will give you confidence talk to the patients about is it really going to give them confidence or is confidence going to make them feel better and therefore whatever result they are seeking will be better because they are coming from a position of confidence i think it's important for patients for doctors for service providers and everyone in this food chain to think about why beauty services are being offered beauty services are being availed and take a conscious decision even if you want to change something about yourself i think that's a very important uh, perspective aparna because i think any choice we make can either be made as a victim within a system or it can be made in an empowered way because we are facing the system and you know um, taking it on in the way that we want to so i think i think that's really important not just for body image but uh, it occurs to me that it's important for most of the choices we make and i think it would be really wonderful to hear from someone who is actually playing a very high profile role in society as a celebrity and who depends on you know uh, uh, be, sort of constantly being judged for the way uh, they look uh, and see how they are uh, braving it how they are dealing with it and i have the perfect person to chat with us today suchitra so nakshi sena from bollywood she's an actress with a difference i mean if you look at all her roles she's played such a plethora of roles you know from a regular bollywood star in dabang to women centric roles like akira action roles like force 2 she also is a performer on stage and sings beautifully and my favorite role of hers is lutera where she's played this sensitive beautiful young girl 
I'm delighted to have her on the show here. Welcome to our show, Sanakshi. Hi, doctor. Thank you so much. That was a lovely introduction. <laughs> it's our pleasure to have you on the show, Sanakshi. Tell us something. You work in one of the toughest industries, Bollywood, where there's such a premium on the way you look. Does the industry hold men and women to the same standard of beauty and slimness, or is it very different? Um, I think you know we are a very visual uh, industry. I think we we work on visuals and how appearances, and so I think everybody who joins or comes in kind of knows that you know you have to be a certain way to present yourself in a certain way. Uh, for me, luckily, you know, I've always believed in presenting a very healthy body image. But when it comes to men, I don't think it's only our industry; it's every industry, whether it's a business whether it's uh, you know the performing arts or anything i think women are always under more pressure to you know look a certain way and fit a certain mold i'm really glad that i kind of didn't conform to that you know uh, expectation because i i know myself how difficult it is to you know lose weight i was a heavily overweight child and for me it was never about you know fitting into that mold i was always a confident person because i knew that i had other talents i had other things to fall back on and those things were kind of more important to me and when i started working i kind of um, didn't really concentrate on the uh, look aspect i wanted to let my talent speak for itself and i think that really carried me through when people see you as a confident person irrespective of you know what size you are i think they always appreciate that that's a connect there's a connect with it but yeah having said that i think uh, even the men in our industry are pretty uh, you know health conscious and and are fitness freaks so i think they do work really hard but yes of course women are definitely under more pressure Thank you for sharing that with us, Sonakshi. And it's really good to know that uh, having self worth and confidence uh, can help withstand the constant pressures from the outside to look good and uh, perform in a certain way. Uh, but I was wondering whether this constant pressure to look beautiful uh, does it have any psychological effects on those who are part of the Bollywood industry? can play on your mind you know i mean you have to be a very secure very confident person from within to be able to uh, keep up to that expectation and for me honestly like i feel um, a lot of things have uh, changed over the years for example you know the the pack culture has become so much you know wherever we go we are clicked so you have to look a certain level of presentable uh, before you step out of the house and for me it was always like you know if i'm traveling there's no there's no putting off a look together which is now called the airport look or you know whether i go to the gym there's no there's no need to you know look a certain way you just go in your comfortable clothes and you know you're disheveled uh but uh, now i mean everything's changed but i think it's up to each individual to kind of hold on to what they feel is important and what's not like for me i would never style myself to go to any of these places because these are everyday places that i go to and you know it really can uh be very tedious to you know uh dress up every day and all the time and you know do your hair and makeup and outfit and and go to these places so for me i have always maintained that you know when i'm working when i'm going to an event whether i'm going to shoot whether i'm going to you know a place of work that's when i'll do it because that is what my job requires of me but all these other frills that have just you know happened to just pop up over the last few years i'm going to stay away from that because that's not who i am and that's not who i want to be either it's so refreshing so nakshi to get such an honest and grounded perspective especially coming from an industry where people are riddled with self doubt about their performance and their looks all the time thank you i mean that's the only way to be you know otherwise you go crazy trying to keep up a lie or an image that that is not you it's it's so much more easy to be yourself rather than you know be someone else 
you know suchitra and i have been talking earlier in this conversation about the burden that young people feel in this respect because they're constantly judged for their looks can you give them some tips or advice on how they can deal with this constant pressure yeah of course and and i i know exactly what you're talking about because when i was at that age when i was in school and college i was uh, overweight and i didn't really have anybody to guide me in the right way for me uh, whatever i saw every magazine that i picked up every channel that i changed there were these you know thin svelte women uh, with like flawless skin and you know thin arms and like flat stomachs and like nobody ever told me that you know it's okay you if if that's what you want to be you'll have to work towards it but if you're not it's not the end of the world so for me that was always in my head and i always wanted to be that person for for young girls you know because even now when i step out there's so many people who come up to me and say you know you're such an inspiration because it's it's been out there my whole entire journey has been out there and for me uh, i like i needed that role model when i was growing up i want to be that person to other girls so i think it's very important to just be confident with yourself and and uh, not focus so much on looks because there are so many other aspects to a human being like for me growing up i used to enjoy playing sports um uh, so i so i my entire concentration was on that and how good i was at that so i was very confident because i knew you know i could hold a conversation i can uh, be the life of a, a party or i can uh, you know play sports really well so all these things really gave me confidence so it, you have to find something that you know keeps you mentally um, happy uh, keeps you in a good space and gives you that confidence it's wonderful to see that uh, you are really living up to the principle of uh, you know being the change you want to see in this world in fact aparna and i often reflect on our school days and how glad we are that there was no social media in those days uh, we we could really do without the pressure so i was just wondering what is your perspective on how social media currently can be used positively rather than creating impossible to achieve beauty standards i think uh, uh, for me i think social media is the biggest sham uh, people are only putting up you know um, the good things or the the happy things or the unrealistic things on social media uh, so i think it's very important to use it constructively you know because there are so many people following you and um, for me that's a part of my life that i share the only part that i want to share you know i don't i don't want to put up things that uh, seem unauthentic or you know unrealistic so for me uh, it's a lot about my work yes i do promote my films and the stuff that i'm doing but other than that i just like it to be you know an extension of my personality and what who i am as a person so i think if you use it in that way it anyway becomes constructive and like people um see that and i feel they feel happy about it too so i think just don't get carried away by you know all the unrealistic things that are on social media just uh, be aware basically thank you so much sanakshi for being with us here today that was such an interesting conversation with so many refreshing perspectives and takeaways is there any one message that you want to leave for our women listeners who are tuning in today i think i just like to tell them that they are phenomenal just because they are women and uh, being a woman is your superpower so lose it uh, use it well and uh, i don't think i need to give any advice you know because every woman is you know fighting her own battles yet living life uh, the way you know she would have liked to she would like to and i i don't think i have any advice just except that you are amazing you are awesome and you complete this whole world so suchitra that was such a powerful and energizing conversation that we just had with sanakshi 
Now, as we draw to the end of our first episode, would you like to share our health mantra with the listeners? Yes, absolutely. And I think what I want to leave people with is the idea that positive body language and positive spoken language both have a deep effect on positive body image. So we need to be confident. And instead of spending time thinking about our body, maybe we could start a hobby, become a volunteer, help someone else feel better, or do something else that makes you feel good about yourself without having to look in the mirror and having to judge yourself from the perspective of other people or from the standards that have been set. So that's it from us today, folks. You can write to us on the Times of India Facebook page or ping us on the Times of India Twitter handle. Stay healthy in mind, body and spirit till we meet again on our next episode of Her Sehat.